0: Welcome to the CFN Podcast. What's going on, podcast? This is the CFN Podcast, and this is your host, CJ Campbell. Guys, I want to thank you for listening. Um, If you are listening right now, I want to thank you all for the birthday wishes you guys have given me. Um, It means a lot. It truly does. Uh, Any type of merchandise you guys have bought, um, any help you've given me over the last two years of starting this business and uh, this podcast, some of you guys especially, I just want to thank you. Um, And if you're listening, it's the day after, but uh, birthday wishes are always welcome. (laughs) So uh, let's get started today the topic of the podcast all right is are vegan protein sources deficient and if you guys don't know what deficient means it just means not enough uh low not so much like kind of around that area so that's what deficient means um the game plan i actually have written down on the board here uh first of all i'm going to define what a vegan is if you guys don't know Uh, and we're going to go over the top five protein sources that vegans usually consume on a daily basis or should at least, uh, we're going to define each one and I'm going to give the amounts, uh, usually the estimates and the grams of protein that each one has. We're going to compare all of the, uh, sources and we're going to conclude. That's basically it for today guys. Um, what else do we have? Oh, we're going to compare, uh, vegan sources to, um, Animal sources. So, we're going to go over that. So, like, for example, grilled chicken and stuff. That should be fun. Uh, just so all of you guys know, listening to this right now, all of the sources, um, all of the information that I pulled, it is cited. Okay. All of these sources either come from Healthline, they actually come from the FDA, or they came from PubMed. I'm sure most of you guys have uh, heard of those sources before. So, that's what I used. Um, I know they're usually evidence based, I know they're usually pretty professional. And I got some pretty good facts, but we're gonna keep it to the bare minimum today. All right, I'm, I'm not a licensed nutritionist. I'm not, you know, uh, certified by anyone in nutrition. These are just bare facts. So I can just spread knowledge to you guys so you have a better understanding in a more simple way. So to start out, like I said, what's a vegan? Uh, some of you guys already know, if you don't, I have written down here the actual definition and it says a person who does not eat or consume animal products. It's basically the uh, the most simple form of the true definition. So this would mean that if you were to follow a vegan diet, it would mean the bulk of your nutrition actually comes from fruits, veggies, nuts, grains, uh, seeds, and different types of beans basically. And some people actually take it t- to the next level and they refuse to use any animal products at all. Uh, that's definitely not something I would do because... Half of our clothes might be made out of animal stuff. And uh, most of the stuff I eat comes from animals and it's pretty damn good. So um, I'm gonna follow with that, but I'm gonna try to be as neutral as I can. Okay, so what's a vegan? We defined it, uh, their nutritional sources. You know, people refuse to use different animal products. That's that's all I really pulled from it. I didn't go real in depth with it just cause I wanna keep it real baseline here. Um, so let's move on to the top five sources. So I did a little bit of uh, research, and some of them were tied. I usually based these sources off grams of protein per serving, okay? So, I really don't even know how to say the first one I have written up on the board here. Um, please correct me if, I, if I'm wrong, if you guys are listening to this. I have seitan, or seitan, it's S-E-I-T-A-N. Um, and basically what it has here is, it resembles and it resembles the look and texture of regular meat. Um it's made from straight gluten and a three and a half ounce serving is twenty-five grams of protein. So it's actually really good. Um for me, I would rather again I would rather just eat animal protein sources, but I looked up pictures of this and it looks nasty, but if people it says you can cook it, you can uh eat it like just a regular piece of steak, but it's literally just straight gluten. Um Let's see if I have any other facts here. We have... Yeah, it's it's, it's main protein in wheat. Uh, that's basically just what it is. And like I said, it has 25 grams of protein. So it's pretty good. Uh, but three and a half ounces of is a very small serving, which is okay. Uh, but I don't think it's really that filling. But it's still hitting a protein amount, depending on what your diet is. Oh, I actually forgot something. Um, the average... So I looked this up. And the average... Uh, protein needs for a sedentary male and a sedentary female. If you don't know what sedentary means, it means basically if you sit on your ass all day and don't really exercise. That's <laughs> that's basically the, uh, the most simple definition I can give you. So the basic nutritional needs for protein in those male and females are 56 grams of protein per day for a male and 46 grams of protein per day for a female. That does not include working out your goals may be building muscle, dropping fat, um, any sort of movement. If you have a job that you move around a lot, you definitely need more. These are just for males and females who really don't do anything during the day. Uh, those are just the basic requirements. All right, so let's move on. Now, the 25 grams, that's really good. You basically, if you were a guy, you basically ate you know, close to half of your amount in that day, just from one piece of this uh, gluten meal, I guess. Um, so number two, I have lentils. One cup cooked equals 18 grams of protein, which is pretty good. Um, Usually people use it in soups or salads. They add it. Um, I know I've seen some people eat them kind of just like sunflower seeds, but you just chew the whole thing. Um, It's pretty easy. So I've seen people use it as snack foods, and it actually has 50% of your daily fiber, and it has a ton of antioxidants in it, which is awesome. So Uh, You guys will find a pattern here as I'm talking that most of these foods aren't that great in protein, but they have a ton of nutrients in them uh, aside from just protein or carbs or fat. They have a ton of fiber. Um, I know some of these are really rich in iron and manganese and uh, potassium, so we'll go over that later too. But those are lentils. 18 grams of protein, that's pretty good. That's one cup. Uh, It's not bad, but... Another pattern you guys will pick up on here is that most of these foods, the amounts are low, so you're going to have to eat a lot depending on your goals. Um, So number three here, we have tofu. You know, that's probably the easiest one most people know right from the Um, (laughs) get-go. If you know what tofu looks like, it looks pretty bland and terrible. Um, I've personally never had it, so I can't really judge anything. Um, I can't sit here and say it tastes awful or anything like that because I've never had it. A half cup of tofu has about 10 grams of protein in it, which isn't too bad, but I'm going to explain later in the podcast why, you know, comparing to other diets that it's, it's really not that much at all. Um, it's made from, so <laughs> this is kind of gross, uh, it's actually made from coagulating soy milk, and then from that, you press it, you press the curds that it makes, the cheese curds, and you press it in the blocks. And that's where they get that block cube kind of weird shape that they have. Um, I read here that it doesn't have any flavor at all, but it absorbs ingredients that it's cooked with. So um, I've been to Whole Foods before where they have buffalo tofu and it it really looks gross. So if you're kind of making a weird face right now listening to this podcast, I probably made the same one. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, it's. It's something that takes on the flavor of anything you mix it with, which I feel like it could be a good or bad thing depending on what you make with it. Um, I'm sure it's pretty good with like stir fry, uh, anything like that. But again, I've never had it, so I can't really judge it too much. Um, Number four, moving on here. We got chickpeas and they actually put most like beans, like black beans, um, kidney beans they put all of that into one category here so I'm just gonna kind of sum it up for everything um, chickpeas also have a name they're called garbanzo beans so they do actually fall in the bean category I don't know where chickpeas came from don't ask <laughs> okay uh, that's just the fun name they have for them. Um let's see here both contain 15 grams per cup now it said some I'm gonna tell you guys a little tip when you read nutrition stuff when you read Always take everything with a grain of salt because you have to almost read in between the lines. So when I was reading um, on the FDA page about chickpeas and beans, it said about 15 grams, all right? So I think the real sentence was both of these sources contain about 15 grams per cup. So when you guys see the word about before any amount, usually give or take about five grams of protein depending on how high the content is. Um, That's just a little tip for you guys to use. Again, there could be 20 grams, there could be 10, there could be eight. Uh, You don't really know, but that's just a little guideline you guys can follow. And like I said about most of these sources, um, chickpeas and beans are a really good source of fiber. Um, They have a lot of iron in them, I guess, and a lot of potassium, which is great. I personally like chickpeas. Um... I think they're very good when they're dried. You know, you can eat them as a snack. A lot of people put them on salads, which is cool too. Um, if you eat chili, obviously there's beans in those. I'm not going to go over every single type of bean just because I don't care. Um, <laughs> but you know, usually the the most popular ones are black beans and kidney beans. I've seen like white beans or something like that, but um, it didn't really fall under the category when I was reading. So. Those are the most two popular kinds of beans. Those are the kinds you usually find, you know, in Mexican food or with kidney beans you find in Chile. Um, great sources of protein, great source of fiber, definitely recommend them. Um, but again, you know, 15 grams a cup, a cup of black beans is a lot of food because uh, black beans are kind of tiny. So, you know, that would take up a good space, good amount of space on a salad or a plate or anything like that. Um, I have here that studies from PubMed actually showed that diets rich in beans decrease uh, cholesterol. They also decrease blood pressure, and they can also control blood sugar levels. So if you have any problems with those, if you have family history with uh, cholesterol or blood, blood pressure, sorry, um, these are definitely something you should check out if you haven't instilled them in your diet lately. They're very easy. You can eat them as a snack. You can eat them right out of the can. My mom eats them out of the can, which is kind of nasty, but you know, (laughs) I'm guilty of it too, so I can't really talk much shit on her. Um, I love you, mom, just in case if you're listening to this. (laughs) So uh, let's move on to number five. We got quinoa and Ezekiel bread. Now, I only group these together because they have the same amount of protein, Um, but they are different. If you guys have ever had quinoa before, it's almost like rice. Uh, I know they can mix it they can make mixes with like beans or you could have quinoa and rice it doesn't really matter but um, some of you guys that are listening to this right now may think well CJ why is quinoa on there if I eat it as a carb you're right okay Uh, most people do use it as a complex carb Um, I'm not going to go over complex carbs. I think I went over that in an earlier podcast. If not, I'll do one. Someone let me know. (laughs) But um, quinoa actually has eight grams of protein per cup, which isn't bad, but its carbohydrate profile is a lot higher. So that's why people don't really look at it as a protein. But again, if you're vegan or vegetarian, you know, these are all things to take into account, which is great. But again, I don't really think they have much value unless you literally sit on your ass all day as a sedentary male or female um, and hit those 56 grams or 46 if you're a female. So uh, Ezekiel bread, I've never had it before. I can't really say much about it. Quinoa is very good. Um, Ezekiel bread, it says here two slices is about eight grams. And I put about on my board here because again, you guys have to follow the... Um, know reading between the lines with some nutritional facts and some nutrition labels you just got to you have to learn to do that so you know you could give or take anything maybe like three or four grams Um, but it's made from grains and legumes so legumes actually fall with lentils Uh, I forgot to mention that but they do actually fall with lentils they have a high protein content but again you know these are all basically seeds and grains Um, I really don't think they provide like a filling value But again, it's based on your diet. Um, I'm trying to keep it as neutral as I can without freaking out. Um, (laughs) But I have a couple stars here. And all right, well, anyway, that's the five. That's the top five. Before I move on, that's the five. There's uh, C-A-T-N or C-A-T-A-N, however it's pronounced, I don't know. Um, Number two, I had lentils. Number three, I had tofu. Number four, I had chickpeas and most beans. And number five, I had quinoa and Ezekiel bread. You know, some of those match together with the protein content. Seitan had 25 grams, 3.5 ounces. Tofu was a half cup for 10 grams. Um, chickpeas and beans were 15 grams per cup, about give or take five grams, I would say. And quinoa and Ezekiel bread, look at eight grams per cup. So that's what you guys are looking at if you're a vegan or vegetarian, if you thought about it. Um, I think these are all great things to include in a diet. I just don't think they're great things to rely on for the diet, if that makes sense. So, a lot of you guys, I know I learned this in class and I almost flipped my shit, but uh, I have a star here. Fruits and veggies only have about four grams of protein max, all right? I would never look at fruits and veggies as a protein source, I don't know why someone really would, but if they do, that's how much they're getting. Four grams of protein, I think for a cup of broccoli, I believe, um fruits i don't know why people cancel them out unless you're like doing a bodybuilding show and you can't absorb the natural sugars just because you have to lean out um that would pretty much be the only reason why so sorry my phone beeped um (laughs) but fruits and veggies don't count them as a protein source ever i would not recommend that also here's a big one that people have trouble with nut butters okay uh, Jeff peanut butter skippy peanut butter it doesn't matter Your organic almond butter or cashew butter whatever the hell you buy um, It should never be looked at as a protein source because it only contains about five to seven grams per serving and a serving is usually about two tablespoons usually um, They should be more considered as a fat some of you guys already know that I get it But for those of you that don't you need to look at it as a fat um, It's a great source It'll throw some protein in there if you need a boost on some toast. Or um, me personally, I you know peanut butter and apples or peanut butter and bananas. Those are always great too. So um, I just wanted to clear that up. If you want more information on that, please get a hold of me separately and we can have a chat about nut butters. <laughs> okay. Uh, so let's move on here. The next thing I had here was comparison to animal sources. All right. These are baseline. Grilled chicken, five ounces. Okay, five ounces is about a normal serving you would get in a restaurant maybe six ounces give or take depending on the serving size Um, That equals about 41 grams of protein Okay, 41 that's why we always push Real food over supplements. Okay, i'll get into that at the end of the podcast The next one you guys are probably thinking about already steak Okay, steak is one of the easiest ones to compare to because 6 ounces, okay, that's about a restaurant quality size, 42 grams of protein, 42, that's awesome, okay, and it comes with a lot of other stuff, I know chicken and steak have some creatine profiles in there, Um, steak, depending on what kind you get, there's some fat in there depending on the fat content, and uh, you know, just just the other benefits of grilled chicken and steak, I didn't really write them down because I wanted to focus on the vegan sources today. And the last one I have here is Greek yogurt. And I based it off of the, I think it's Dan and Lighten Fit. Um, If you guys eat that, it's in a purple cup. That runs for about 12 grams of protein and it has no fat in it, which I think is great. I love them. So those are three uh, animal sources that I just picked out for this podcast just to do a little comparison. So I think I have here, let's see, for tofu to equal chicken, you would have to eat... You'd have to eat two cups of tofu to add up to just five ounces of chicken. That's it. Like, that's a lot of tofu just to add up to five ounces of grilled chicken, okay? That puts a little things in comparison to you guys. Um, Other than that, that basically covers everything I had here today. We're going to go over a little conclusion, and these are usually my uh, biased thoughts on the subject I'm talking about. So I'm just going to end here. Um, I have it in bullet points. The first one I have is vegan protein sources are extremely healthy, but not sustainable. I, I truly believe, I seriously believe that, but I really don't think they're sustainable for a really long time. Why? Because you're literally just eating nuts and berries. Can you survive off of it? Yes. Is it sustainable in case you want to change your lifestyle? Maybe you want to gain some muscle, maybe gain some weight that should not be a diet if you want to do that because you have to consume a ton of food and i don't think anyone wants to spend their whole day eating um i know some of you guys are probably rolling your eyes saying you would but if you had to eat lentils all day i would assume you guys wouldn't want to or tofu maybe some of you do i don't know um that's just a personal thought now moving on uh a lot of, like I said before, a lot of the sources I said here do have many benefits and they, you know, they meet daily intake requirements. Okay. Just like that baseline I gave. Um, I think it's great. It is great. They have enough protein that c or whatever it's called has 25 grams. I think that's pretty awesome. Um, I would just not use it just because it's basically just crushed up gluten. That's all it is. Um, I was reading that, living a vegan lifestyle requires a lot of cooking and it requires a lot of preparation and it may cost a lot um i don't really shop at like whole foods or anything so i don't know i've heard that place is really expensive i've only been there a couple times but you know depending on what you make um, these sources sound very boring unless you add them to other things so you would have to spend a lot of money on trying to mix stuff Unless you want to eat handfuls of, you know, nuts and tofu all day, which is fine, but it's just not a personal thing I would recommend. Um, The next thing here, like I said earlier, it's not optimal if you want to build muscle. I don't think I've ever met someone who builds muscle on a vegan diet. Maybe you can. Um, I've just never heard of anyone or talked to anyone that has. If you have, please let me know. I'm definitely interested, not in a bad way but in like a neutral way, like I'm just curious. Um, I have here, you know, a basic, basic fact that most trainers or most people know. um, For building muscle, you need to consume 0.5 to 0.8 grams per pound of body weight. That's more than you guys think. So you should be eating, if you wanna build muscle, you should be eating around your body weight and protein a day or very close to it. That's what it usually adds up to. So I weigh 176 um, and you know, Eating tofu I would have to eat a shit ton Of tofu and A lot of seitan or lentils Whatever beans I would have to eat A ton of it and I can't imagine Someone who's like 200 pounds and they Want to build muscle you know that's just A lot of food and you'd have to spend your whole Day eating which I don't think is that fun so Um it's just Another fact I had there I have Here you know again compared to a chicken Breast you'd have to eat about two cups of tofu Uh the last one have here it's actually kind of shocking I read this you need to eat up to three times as much food as a non-vegan to build muscle three times I'll read it again if you want to build muscle you need to eat up to almost three times as much food as a non-vegan maybe I read that wrong sorry if you are a vegan you have to eat three times as much food compared to a non-vegan sorry um (laughs) but that's the baseline guys like that's a lot of food so um these that's just my opinion i think these sources are really awesome if you're into this stuff they're extremely extremely healthy um and you guys will notice that i didn't put supplements on here because you guys just do research and not be lazy as shit and look up what you're putting in your body you can find that five ounces of regular grilled chicken is 41 grams of protein which is really awesome and uh you know it's it's just simple research things sorry my phone went off again um (laughs) but that's just another thing that you guys need to take into account when you're putting stuff in your body and want to go on um certain trends of eating kind of like vegan or vegetarian you know know what you have to eat before you get into it that way you don't project a fake image to other people okay um that's basically it guys i'll go over it one more time the top five sources i had today were lentils tofu chickpeas and beans and last one was quinoa and ezekiel bread Uh, and that's it that was the top five sources i don't think they're that deficient but it depends on how your eating style is and what your lifestyle is okay i hope you guys took uh, some good information out of this podcast if you have any feedback please 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 dm me on instagram shoot me a text if you have my number and we will gladly have a great discussion on this other than that guys Thank you again for all the birthday wishes. Um, you guys truly mean a lot to me. You help me tick. And uh, yeah, this has been another episode of the CFN Podcast, guys. Thank you so much. And I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you.